of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send into us. It's typically our first time hearing the releases in question, and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we encourage you to support the stuff that you enjoy, whether we like it or not. We're not striving to be tastemakers, uh, professional critics, or make objective value judgments here. We're just putting new stuff in front of you and encouraging you to interact with it however you see fit. Buy records of bands that you like. Keep in mind, we're just two dudes in a basement. We're not trying to change anybody's mind here. The format of the show is very simple as well. We have 10 bands in the queue every week. We roll some dice and randomly select between 5 and 7. Everything is listener submitted, and that's all there is to it. <coughs> I'll uh, apologize up top. I'm, I'm feeling, a, or my voice is a little rough today. I'm a little gruff because I just got off a three-day weekender where I was uh, yelling, yelling hardcore songs with a band, and uh, my voice just isn't. I mean, I can still do it. I can get up on stage and do it, but I after a few days of that, my voice mm. is usually suffering a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so if you want to submit music to the show, it's uh, podcast at gmail.com. Just make sure your release is a year or less old from the time of submission. If you want to become a Patreon, Patreon supporter, it's patreon.com slash podcast. You can read on the website what all of the tiers get you, but there's only two tiers, so it's not too confusing. Boo-hoo. It's not too confusing. Uh, we have a bunch of new subscribers. I will endeavor to shout you out on the new episode. Thank you to everybody who's, who has subscribed so far. Uh, we've been uh, we've been keeping the new stuff coming this month. We're on a nice we're not, we're at a nice pace. We're recording again this week. Yeah, I'm trying to drop uh, to make up for the the dearth of activity in the first half of the year because of all of the stuff that was going on. Uh, I'm trying to get us like you know like a new episode every week this month, and mm-hmm. then we'll go back we'll to just up, like we'll just keep pumping them out. We'll just keep pumping them out. Yeah, for we're sure. never going back. Yeah, we're never going back. Never. All right, cool. There you go. It's the best time, better Never time than ever back. to this subscribe. Is, this is my promise to you. <laughs> you know how we're, and as all our listeners know, you know how good we are with that kind of stuff. We make a promise, we keep it. That's right. Uh, and then lastly, if you want to call in, it's 260-222-8341. Just keep your message message a minute and a half or under, please. Uh, you can also shoot us a text message. So, yeah, I did a weekender with my band, Colossal Man. We went out with Absolute Truth from Chicago. Uh, C. Dios Quiere from Chicago was also on a couple of dates. It was a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to everybody who made those shows happen. Uh, we did South Bend, Madison, Wisconsin, and Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I'll say again, just real quick, I won't talk about it too much, but 
local scenes are indeed thriving. Uh, the goal with this band when we started was to play no no buster ass shows, no lame shows, just bangers only. I was curious how this would go, uh, just because we were going out for a whole weekend with like no no hype bands on the shows or anything like that. Just like the just uh, a few regional bands doing a few regional dates. Mm -hmm. All the shows were really well attended. Madison in particular was really fucking cool. Uh, the kid organizing the show there was like 18 years old. Uh, went off for every single band. Was super nice. They do it in a community center there called the Neighborhood House. And I get the feeling. Yeah. Sorry. That's what's going on. <laughs> you're popping the drink open. You're not just taking a drink. You're popping it open. You're running the straw through there. I wasn't paying attention to what we're doing. I'm thirsty. <laughs> you can have a drink. I mean, by all means, take a drink. But you didn't have to You didn't have to pop it open. I got to get the ice out. Oh, you got to get the ice out. Okay, sure. So the kid running the show there was like 18, very enthusiastic. They do shows at a place called the Neighborhood House. The scene there is very, very young. Like, it seemed like almost exclusively teenagers which was fucking cool um just again i don't know shit is cool right now if you're in a if you're in a local or regional level band you might not have a period of time this fruitful and easy to tour uh for the foreseeable future <laughs> like i don't know like you, you these boom periods happen and you have a period of time where like booming right everything now. is really good and it's easy to tour and shows are good and you get paid well for all your shows and kids buy merch those periods of time usually recede into the distance and go away for some period of time until, uh, again, interest is, uh, there's a resurgence in interest. So if you're in a band and you want to tour, do it now. It's real. It's the easiest it's been in my entire life uh, at this exact moment. The fact that my dumb little band does as well as we do on the road is pretty absurd. Um, <clears throat> matter of fact, the band that we had on the show two weeks ago, I want to say now, we had their demo on the show. Uh, they played the show in Chicago. I mentioned last week that it was going to be their first show. It ended up being their second show. What's the uh, band? Uh, matter of fact. Matter, oh, I, met, I mentioned I thought you said as a matter of fact. As a matter of fact. No, matter no of the fact, band is correct. matter of fact. Yes. As I predicted live, it was a lot of fun. Uh, they were really good. Shout out to those dudes. And then also to touch back on something we addressed two weeks ago, that Apex Predator band. It seems like our instincts that it's probably a joke. It has to be. It are, we're correct uh, based on people close to them, people who know them and consume their other works. Uh, everybody seemed to think, yeah, this is a joke. Like they do like this stuff. So it's an homage to it, but also they know it's dumb and they're leaning into how dumb it is. I guess two of those dudes uh, also do a podcast called every movie is good. Mm. That is very funny. Okay. And so they're like, yeah. they're, they're jokers. They're smarter than yeah, that. Yeah, they're smarter than that, right? So Apex Predator confirmed a bit. I knew it was. Yeah, There's no we, way it's not. We had, we had a strong intuition. I just don't like it. And that's all. It's not, it's not even good as a, as a joke. Uh, yeah, it's it's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that's all I got this week. I got nothing else. You yeah. got anything? No, not really. UFOs are popping off. I know. I saw the 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 guy who like went to Congress with uh -huh. it and shit. That, that seems like the most reputable example of that I can think of in my lifetime. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see for this sure. Past the, well, let's just say the past this year so far. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. It's weird. It's a weird year. It's weird. Yeah. Right? Any other weird highlights that are popping out to you? No, I mean, just the fact that, like, oh, a Chinese balloon flies over the States. Sure, yeah. Let's shoot it down. We do. Right. Right? Hey, there's this other shit. Yeah. Right? Maybe it's because now we're looking for balloons, but we're finding this other shit. Right. They don't call them balloons. Right, yeah. Right? Yeah, true. They don't call them balloons. No, they don't. What the fuck are they? Yeah. Right? Don't know. Don't know. I'm, like, I'm not... See, here's the thing. Yeah. In the 90s, Yeah. all about the X-Files. Of course. God, I wanted the fucking aliens to be real. 
Yeah, so badly, right? Dude. Yeah, I still do. I still do, but I ain't. I ain't waiting. <laughs> sure, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I ain't paying attention. I ain't sticking around. Right. right? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna wait until. Uh, I'm just gonna wait until like. Oh, look. Yeah, 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 for sure. I, I maintain that the one thing that I really want to happen before I expire is to just get a, a solid yes or no on that one. Yeah. You know, that's all I want. Well, here, he, you know, I think that, like, uh, you and I are in no way conspiracy theorists. No. You're probably more of one than I am. More so, but I'm, I'm very, very <laughs> lightly, very casually. I just think you're probably a little more conspiracy-minded than me. Probably, yeah. Um, And, like... I don't do it. We've said before because it's a cesspool anymore. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no right? doubt. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you start. You end up in anti-Semitism. Absolutely. Every single time. Yeah. For right? sure. It's it's an unavoidable. It's not fun yeah, anymore. Yeah. yeah. yeah right? It's a bummer. And um, you know, there's just it's it's such a fucking it's it's such a morass to to wade through. So sure. I just wait until something pops up like this Grush guy. Yeah. Showing up and be like the Congress and everything and be like, oh yeah, they've got him. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the fact that he's going through official channels is interesting, and yeah. the fact that he's being represented by a dude who is like, you know, had to get sworn in by Congress. Yeah, not to give any particular weight to like what being sworn in by Congress does for a person's character right. or you know reputation. Right. But I'm just saying the fact that this dude is like, he's not like, oh, I'm an ex, uh, I'm an I'm an ex official who's now publishing a book mm -hmm. twenty years later. That's a memoir. And I'm going around and doing conferences. This dude is going to Congress and saying, "Hey, there are black ops programs yeah. that have possession of like uh, yeah. vehicles of non-human intelligence." Yeah, uh, I I'm trying to whistle blow on this, going through like public and official right, because, channels because there's like a new law, right? Right, a yes. whistleblower protection law, exactly. And then like, you know, like, well, let's see the fucking you know, because yeah. yo, I watched all the fucking Stan Friedman shit from the 80s and 90s. Yeah, for Used sure. Used to watch, in, you know, In Search Of in yep, the 80s, same. fucking Unsolved yep. Mysteries, all that shit. At some point, you drop off. Sure, yeah. Right? They ain't never going to find Bigfoot. Right. They're just going to tell you next week they get something. Right, sure. They yeah. never do. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. But uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. UFOs are popping off. Seems pretty good. This is, like I said, in my lifetime, this is definitely the most compelling uh, example of this particular sort of thing that I have that I've witnessed thus far. Yeah. We'll see how it bears out. I hope whatever it is uh -huh. that it's absolutely like mind melting. Like earth shattering type yeah. of shit. Not just like, oh, the greys are real and they have little saucers. Yeah, like but it's like, like, like like yeah. Like the implications are far reaching and and world changing. Yeah, like it's like just even to look at whatever it is. Yeah. Whether it's in person or like a photograph uh -huh. or like, you know, a video mm -hmm. is like nauseating. Yeah, it's like Cthulian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I, you know. For sure. Let's get weird. Like, if you're going to give me fuck, like, here's the thing. Yeah. Right? I'm not saying that they're going to give us UFOs in 2023. Sure. I'm just saying. If you're going to give me UFOs, mm -hmm. give it to me weird. Yeah, I would agree. Right? I would agree. Give it to me fucking weird. For sure. Right? Yeah, no doubt. Um, see, and you're right though. My conspiracy mind is like, but what if they're just fucking manufacturing this UFO stuff to take our attention away from the real shit? Well, they could, or they're slow rolling UFO shit out. That could be, you know, they're just like, to get right. ready. Cause it's like, well, this is going to fucking ruin everything. Yeah. It could, it could be a situation the, where it, like, it's, it's inevitable that it's yeah. going to happen at some point. So they're like, we should probably start prepping people with this. The eight brains are going to explode unless we, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, prep yeah. them for this. Yeah. We should probably start putting the bread crumb trail 
bail out here yeah. so that when the full reveal happens, yeah. when someone pulls up over New York, there we're just like, hey, we look, guys, we did tell you. Yeah, they're well, out there. Yeah, and like you know, as long as when I when you used to pay attention to UFO shit, yeah, years ago, sure, it's always whack jobs. Of course, yeah, right, yeah, Bob Lazar, whack job, sure, right. I mean, whether or not what he said is fucking true, whack job. That was the fun of it. Sure, yeah, exactly. That was the fucking fun of it. Yeah, but now it's like, yeah, I'm uh, just a guy with a high level of clearance. Right. Here you go, Congress. Yeah, for sure. It's a weird, yeah, it's a weird year. Right? It's a weird year. Yeah. So we'll keep, just put a, we'll put a pin in this, but take note, Demo Listen is the premier source for UAP news because they're UAPs Because we'll now. give it to you straight. Because we'll give it to you straight. That's exactly right. We're going to give it to you how no one else will. Right. Not the mainstream media, not no. the underground conspiracy theories. We're going to give it to you straight, unbiased. That's right. Um, always tell the truth. We always tell that's the our, truth. That, that's actually our motto. That's <laughs> Always tell the Always truth. Always tell the truth. <laughs> we should get that. Should we need a new logo that says mm -hmm. Demolition Podcast? Always, Always tell, tell the, the truth. truth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, but yeah, I, I should mention they are UAPs now. Uh, Un unidentified off. anomalous aerial phenomenon. Anomalous phenomenon fuck now. Off. Because they're not just aerial. What are they're also pronouns? submersive. <laughs> what are the aliens' pronouns? They're UAP. Yeah, just fuck off. It's a UFO. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's going to be a UFO until I die. Right. Uh, any, you got anything besides UFO stuff? No, that's, I mean, you know, fucking people face planting in front of me. I told you that little yeah. missive, sure. right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. UFOs, that's it. Okay, cool. I started, I started playing New Vegas. It's great. I love I'd never game. played it before. Yeah, it's, I, I think I had encouraged you to play it. It's yeah. Like it's one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that Bethesda made it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd never played any of them before. Sure. And you know, I don't actually care about video games. Well, Bethesda. So Obsidian developed that one. Yeah, but like Bethesda's name is on it. Yeah, but it, they didn't. So the reason that one yeah, is here's so, the thing: I don't actually care. I'm gonna tell you. I anyway. don't care. But what my point is is basically exactly like Skyrim, except it's fucking in the future and it's post-apocalyptic yes but the what i was going to tell you i don't care that you don't care motherfucker the reason i'm still going to tell you the reason that one is so good because fallout 3 is pretty mid and fallout 4 is pretty mid mm. new vegas is very good because obsidian developed it and a lot of those guys are the same guys that worked at black isle who developed the first two like i uh like isometric uh like fallout one and two like the yeah, art, it isometric it rpgs does, it doesn't matter i mean in a cosmic on its cosmic scale no it doesn't Yo, matter we're but. talking about fucking ufos <laughs> you're the right. one who brought up new vegas all i'm saying is it's just like skyrim yeah so i like it well all i'm saying is it was developed it by guys who developed other games that are who good. did it we just got done talking about shit that matters fucking ufos right <laughs> yeah and all i'm saying is new vegas is a fun game uh -huh. i don't give a shit who made it fucking joe biden could make it for me <laughs> Could Joe have come Biden. out of fucking Biden Studios. Joe Biden. Joe, Joe Biden could not have made that game. Joe Biden can barely walk up a flight of stairs. When that game was made, he was as spry as a chicken. That's true. And he was penning some very racist laws. Doesn't matter. He also made some pretty goddamn good games. <laughs> yeah, so that's the reason that game is so good is because Joe Biden made it. Mm. Uh, you want to get into the queue? Yeah. Okay. So first up tonight... We have got. Let me uh, let me pull it up here. Oh wait, no. See, that's that's my that's my Patreon tabs. Um, okay, so first up, we have Impest with Bone Pit. This is a band from Columbia, South Carolina, that was sent in by Alec. He said we can infer what it sounds like simply by looking at it. Which, yeah, probably. The next one, uh, this was sent in by Sam, is a band, so it's a split. We're supposed to listen to the second half of the split. One band is called Senkaku. The other band is called Tra. 
T-R-H-A. Uh, yeah, Traha. This band has to be, I mean, this has to be Scandi stuff. This has to be Finnish, right? Is there any way this is not Finnish? Yeah, you'd think so, right? Yeah, I mean, look at the fucking language next to the, the song, like the song titles here, dude. Oh, no, 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 no. Is that Finnish? No. What the fuck is that? I don't know. It's 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 gobbledygook. It's nothing. It looks like Elvish. It's I can't I can't even discern what this is. We're gonna. I'll find out. You keep talking. Okay. So uh, this is I I think it's black metal stuff. I think probably probably right. Stupid names that don't really be art can't really be pronounced. Yes, sure. Obtuse artwork. Yeah. It's probably black metal. Yeah. And it might be black metal of the worst kind. It might be. Yeah, we'll see. With that sort of shit. Uh, then we have got The Holy Nothing with Bliss Trench. This is a resubmission from Joey, who plays in this band. He really wants us to listen to this, evidently. Then we have got Bowel Erosion with Death is the Orgasm of Life. This was sent in by Josh. Um, this looks like some death metal and or grind stuff, if I had to guess, just based on based on the name and what I'm looking at here. Yeah. Um, we'll get to it when we get to it. Okay. Then we've got Class with But Who's Reading Me. This was sent in by Ryan Donahue, who says it's probably his favorite thing that he's heard this year, which is high praise from Ryan, who only ever sends in the best stuff that we have on the show as a rule. So I'm assuming this is probably really good. Then we've got Cyberplasm with First Emanation. This was sent in by Alistair. Alistair, our, uh, our UK doctor submitter. Um, this is on Iron Lung. Um, he said it is like fast hardcore stuff with little bits of like noise and like digital shit in there okay. like he kind of compared it compared it to like a less i don't know he compared it to the band candy but said it was like a different approach okay uh, then we have got Best Wishes with The Thrill Is Gone. This was sent in by Ethan. Um, this is members of Millspec and Wildside. And I've seen a bunch of people posting this. Said it's kind of like Millspec, with, but with more of like a late 80s New York hardcore, like demo core vibe to it. I mean, they're named Best Wishes. I have to assume they're named after the uh, Cro-Mags record of the same name. So that tracks. Then we have got Bunny Low with Baby Teeth. This was sent in by Jake, who said that he was iffy on this woman's earlier stuff, but that this new single uh, is kind of an earworm and uh, said that uh, our enjoyment of the Beths and Mama uh, leads him to believe that we might also enjoy this. Then we have Disrobe with Future of Ashes. Uh, this is a demo of a solo project out of Portland, Oregon. Uh, this was uh, this is a solo project of one Catfish Jones. Okay, we said that he recorded this himself on his uh, on his iPhone over the course of two sessions, and then we last up we have uh, Malicious Destruction of Property MDOP MDOP. This is a band from Grand Rapids, Michigan. It was sent in by the band, and that's all we got in the in the queue this week. So let's uh, let's roll the dice. Roll the dice and see what happens. Two. Okay, two is two is the unpronounceable shit. Uh, okay. Tra. So, yeah. This is, is according to Metallum. Uh-huh. They're from Texas. They're from Texas. And yet. And yet. And yet. According to the band, T R H A Tra means the key to true perfect magic, true fantastic desires and pleasure and this distant magic place. Okay. Um the band uses multiple co uh, conlangs, mm -hmm. all uh, all created by the artist. Okay, so it's all fake. It's fake. The artist's name is 
whatever the fuck that is in the description. <laughs> Fet alet non vechenenketh detna hesertanatra jatharitha des kates dehishivaneketh. Maybe I'm, it's some incantation. I hope something happens. <laughs> yeah, me too, it. dude. I, I hope what to the God. fuck? Yeah. So apparently that's made up. Okay. All right. Well. Uh, so man, it's front loading. Atmospheric black metal ambient themes, fantasy, magic, fairies. Yeah. No. <laughs> so no. So this guy said. So Sam, who sent the sin, says it's probably his favorite current black metal band but that in le at, at least until it, he said until the last six months most of the songs in the discography were either too long or entire full album plays each release has its own flavor especially the newer splits but this is generally raw and ripping black metal with lots of synths this particular release has a lot of hardcore influence which surprised me listen to the second track on the traha side i think you'll all y'all will dig it so this person's been in a lot of other stuff according to metallum okay um, so, you know, whatever, but you know, man, some projects are depressive, black metal, atmospheric, black metal. Come on. Sure. I'm already writing this off, dude. I'm not writing it off yet. I'm, I'm, I'm more I'm, on board I, for this I, kind I'm of ready stuff to be surprised, are, but, yeah. but like, come on. Let's jump into it. Right. Um, we're supposed See, to listen. This is the thing. We don't even know where we're supposed to start. Well, we're supposed to start on the second, the second, the second track. track. I, I knew it, the, there's no way it's coming in or ripping on the first track. Yeah, we're supposed to start on the second track on on the Traha side. So we're gonna listen to that. I'm not gonna do them. I'm not gonna do them the service, the honor, the. Res I'm not gonna put the respect on their name by even trying to pronounce this. You guys, if this were Finnish or something, sure, I'd try out of respect. But you made this up, so fuck this is, you. Uh, this is um, the second track is called Senkaku. Koshi Waza. No, no, no. That the second track on the Traha. Uh, I'm site. a fucking idiot. Yeah. I can't tell what I'm even looking at. Yeah, Senkaku is the is the band on the first side yeah, of the split. Yeah, yeah. The second track. Let's let's say it. Let's okay. say it together. Maybe something will happen. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Daj. Oh, hold on, hold on. One, two, three. Dajbula Amelkola Taumseg Imhajif Fob Guna. Uh, nothing happened. Not yet. We maybe we have to listen to the song first. Okay. All right. Let's see if anything happens. Thank you. 
All right, we just heard. Uh, I'm not gonna. We we already pronounced it together. So uh, and nothing happened. Yeah, nothing happened. Uh, even after hearing the song, so we listened to the second song on the Traha side of their split with Sankaku. I will say I was really pleasantly surprised by that. I I liked it all. I thought every element of that worked really really well. It was pretty raw. It was pretty ripping. The touches of melody in there worked really really well. The keyboard flourishes were incredibly nice. I thought the keyboard melodies were really good. Uh, I thought everything about this was done incredibly well. The dude doing this obviously knows what he's doing, and this was not overly self indulgent for me musically, despite the fact that the project itself maybe seems a little indulgent in terms of you know making up your own language and uh, the magical invocations thing it probably doesn't help that we saw a picture of this guy and he's wearing a tra an old-timey train conductor's hat on an old-timey steam engine um but nonetheless musically I, this was really good surprised me yeah i liked everything about this yeah except uh -huh. well musically yeah i liked everything musically about this except the keyboard stuff about two-thirds of the way through yeah see i actually loved that could stuff. have done without that i thought it was great that got to be a little a little much sure um, but this dude knows how to write a fucking riff. He sure does. Dude knows how to fucking scream into a mic. He does. He's been doing it for a while. Yeah. Um, uh, Damien Ojeda mm -hmm. is the, the, the individual behind this. Sadness and some other bands. Yeah. By and large, yeah, I like this. I don't typically go, we know, I don't like depressive black metal. Sure. I don't like, I'm a brute. Yeah. I like brutish things. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Right? For sure. I don't like art. Yeah. Right? Let's, let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Right. Right? Like, you, you are playing black metal. Yeah. Right? Fuck off. Sure. Let's just be brutish about it. Sure, fair enough. Right? Let's not fucking cry about it. Right. And that's where I stand. Yeah. Solidly. Yes. 100% solidly. We know that about you. So, this surprised me because I came in really fucking loaded on this. Yeah. Just because, yes, it is extremely self-indulgent. Yes. Outward facing. And it is exact sort of thing that I would just... <laughs> scoff at and throw into the fucking fire sure yeah right yeah but you can't deny some right. some 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 real good riffs in this, here. that was that was pretty ripping if that's the thing is it kept it interesting and kept it fucking ripping yeah i didn't feel like the song was overly long like i said the only thing i didn't really like was all the keyboard bullshit about two-thirds of the way through yeah um maybe i'll check out check this band out for some more stuff i don't know it's it's a lot of commitment i, I will say that this person is prolific. Very prolific. Very prolific. Their, so, their metallum entry is uh, is impressive. Yes. Yeah. And the, I mean, when you look at the other bands that they're on, I mean, Sadness, is, both this band and this project, between these two projects, yeah. just, just two of these projects of this person, there's like 12 releases this year. Yeah, that's insane. Right? Yeah. So motivated, prolific, and it fucking shows because that was good. Same time, it's a lot to fucking chew on. Sure, and I could just be listening to blasphemy. <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's always that's always true about anything, right. about any new musical endeavor you might uh, decide to spend some time with. You could always just be listening to blasphemy. Yeah, I'll probably spend some time with this. My my interest was peaked. I I, I liked this uh, quite a bit. I and I was all in on it. I even liked the keyboard. Keep key the keyboards. Get those keyboards. Get those keyboards in there. <laughs> I even like the keyboards. Oh, that's some good black money. Got some keyboards in there. <laughs> yeah, I liked the keyboard stuff quite a lot. Even so, uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm in 100%. We'll check out the rest of this. Was very, very pleasantly surprised by it. So thanks to Sam for sending that over. You were right. You were right. We were wrong. We, we were, were wrong. We're goofs. Okay. We're fucking, at least one of us, right? Yeah. Is a classless fool. Mm -hmm. Right? Sure. 
I'll leave it up to the listener to decide who. I think that most people would probably feel like both of us are classless fools. Yeah, but you probably wouldn't think that. <laughs> I wouldn't think that I'm a classless fool. Yeah, I, 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 I think that I think that you probably think that I'm more of a philistine than you. <laughs> Is that what you think? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that I've thought about that actually. Yeah. I, I guess mean, I probably am. If pressed. If pressed, I don't think that you're more of a Philistine than me. That's not what it is. I think it's far more complex than that and would require far too much psychological analysis than we have time to get into <laughs> here. I don't think you're more of a Philistine than me. I think you're more, uh, I think you're more cut off than me, but not, I, I don't think it has anything to do with taste or class. No, it has everything to do with the uh, cold, hard steel of satanic majesty. Yes. <laughs> Cutting wimps out yeah. of my fucking black metal. Right, that's, that's exactly it. That's what it is. That's, that's, that's precisely what I was going to say. And that's precisely what any psychologist would say as well. I think I think that you're a little too cut off, sir, from the with the cold hard steel. <laughs> it, it, I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. If I went to a fucking psychologist, yeah. right, and they used the phrase "cold hard steel of Satanic Majesty," yeah, Doc. Uh, yeah, I've never I seen, found my dog. Yeah, I've never seen anybody else. No, so, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, so what's what's next tonight? Six. Okay, this is Best Wishes with The Thrill is Gone. We were instructed to listen to the second track on here. We were told the future or unconditional surrender are both uh, uh, both the most representative of what the band is doing and the band at their best. So we'll listen to Future. We're going to hear Future by Best Wishes off The Thrill is Gone. <laughs> Oh no! 
All right, we just heard the song Future by Best Wishes off of The Thrill Is Gone. Yeah, this is this is great. This is one of my this is one of my bread and butter forms of hardcore when it's done at the upper echelons mm. of this style. Like I said, even when we had like matter of fact on the show, I was like, yo, this isn't like the top tier version of this, but I will take a pretty good version of this, especially in a live setting pretty much any day. This for me is pretty neck and neck with like classic US hardcore stuff in terms of something that I'm always going to be at least some degree of receptive to. And at its best, I'm going to be a hundred percent on board with every time I hear it. I thought that this was as good as this gets. I will also say that I, for once in my life, I am tapped into the zeitgeist in the exact moment. Cause I guess I must've picked a really good time to make colossal man a band. Just can't stop talking about that colossal. man. <laughs> I was just going to say like, I, I brought it up so briefly at the beginning of the show. Uh -huh. I was just going to say like, I normally any band that I'm in is like, not it. We're just in the, we do the thing at the wrong time. Yeah. Parasitic twins did the thing at the wrong time. We were at the, always at the wrong, we time. were at the tail end of that stuff being cool. And we're always at the wrong time. We're always at the wrong time. Uh, years ago, I put out an indie rock record that was like very, came out when emo was really popular. And then like years later, people are like, Hey, this record's pretty good for once. Maybe I'm in a band at the exact right moment, because it seems like this particular brand of bouncy New York hardcore inspired stuff is really at the forefront of everybody's mind right now. I thought that this, of all the stuff that I've heard recently, combust, wreckage, collateral, um, echo chamber, this is right up there with some of the best of it. I thought this was great. I thought this was really good. This stood out. Yeah. Compared to a lot of bands that we hear trying to do this, yeah. this had a much more distinctly like 90s metallic edge to it. That Yeah, that too. As well. The vocals helped the in vocals that regard. really helped. Who's in this band? Members of Millspec and Wildside, but okay. I don't know who from what band. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it shows that they know what they're fucking doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah, this was this was fucking sick. Yes. I want to hear this like booming in yeah. a car stereo. For sure. Agreed. 100%. I don't really have much else to say about that. This is just really, really good hardcore. Yeah. Capital H hardcore for the moshers, for the spin kickers. Uh, very, very good stuff. We'll definitely listen to the rest of this. Artwork's not good. I like the artwork okay. I don't. It's not captivating, but it's fine. Yeah. It gets the job done. No. I, I, If I were flipping past it in a seven-inch bin... I would at least turn it over to see who put it out. Nope. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Nope. All right, fair enough. <laughs> okay, what's, uh, what's next? All right. Four. Okay, four is class. This is the band that Ryan Donahoe says is the uh, best thing that he's heard this year. It's a band from Tucson, Arizona. They uh, Their first thing came out in June of last year. Then they had something in October of last year, and then this that came out in February of this year. Uh, I do not believe any particular song was recommended. They have the first one queued up, so we're going to listen to No News Could Please by Class off of But Who's Reading Me. Right up to the need you ever had a fighting chance 
right, we just heard no news could please by class off of But Who's Reading Me. If I were asked to like give uh, make a playlist of of music that best represented my tastes, there would be a band on it that sounds like Best Wishes, and there would be a band on it that sounds like Class. Yeah. Those represent two big pillars of my taste. It would have the Raw Deal demo on it, and it would also have television personalities. Yeah. That's what we just heard. We heard we heard a Killing Time, and we heard a television personalities back-to-back, and both of these things are equally my shit. Yeah. This was really good. I really like this a lot. Bright and jangly, poppy. Yes, but, but not sweet and saccharine. I was going to say, not That's sweet important. and saccharine. That's yeah. important. And I can I, I go for sweet and saccharine way more than you do. Everybody on, in, in our listenership knows that by now. Uh, but because I'm a Philistine. <laughs> no, that's not why. It's because there's because of emotional problems. It's not it's not a taste issue. <laughs> so um, this, but I always like when it doesn't go that way, though. You know, I like when the if it, it instead decides to take an incisive biting approach yeah. and maybe do some social commentary, et cetera, et cetera, which is appears to be what they are doing with this. So anytime that that is set over the backdrop of this like perfectly jangly lo-fi power pop, like you know, early, late seventies, early eighties power pop uh, kind of stuff, it's like yeah, it's right in my yeah. lane. Yeah, fucking great. This sounded a lot like. Specifically, the television personalities who I've been on a big, uh, been on a, on a big television personalities kick lately. Anyway, just because the weather's nice. So yeah, this was sick. I've got a got a payday coming up. Yeah, there's a couple things on uh, feel, feel It Records that I think I should order. Yeah, I was going to mention this is on Feel It, which is you know, um, you know. so there's, there's a couple things that have come out or are coming out that yeah. I'm into. So I might. Uh, I might make a little a little order. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they, they, there's a cassette version of this that I might pick up. Um, this is great. This is another one where it's just like, I don't know. I don't know how much more I can say about this. This is one of those things where if you like this brand of guitar pop, yeah, man, there's nothing There's nothing you could possibly critique about this. Not one single thing. No. You know? No, this was expertly done. There's So we talk about um, the supported by a column on Bandcamp with metal bands. Yes. Which usually frequently has hundreds of hundreds. Yes, this has a ton of fucking recognition on Bandcamp for a punk punk band. It does, yeah, for sure. I was I was really shocked by that. Usually, when you like work, for whatever that fucking means, whatever that means, you know. Yes, uh, a considerable amount of people have purchased this on Bandcamp, which is not always the case when you're looking at like punk or even hardcore releases on Bandcamp. Whereas with metal, it's just like it's nuts. Yeah. Even metal stuff that is not on our radar or is not like a on a particularly big label, we're just like, holy fuck, five hundred people have right. bought this. Right. And then you'll see a sick ass, well, very very well known hardcore band and twenty eight people have bought it on Bandcamp, right. you know. Right. So yeah, it seems like people like class enough put to, to put their money where their mouth is. This yeah. this was quite good. Uh all right, what's next? It's a strong that's a strong first three bands. Yeah. This is probably the strongest this, so far, this is shaping up to be the strongest musical episode we've had in a grip. It might be. Yeah. The first one really took us by surprise. It did. Second one, what can you can't complain. Yeah, come on. Can't go if off. you don't like that, you don't like hardcore. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. The third one, what are you, stupid? Yeah, for sure. Listen to those beautiful jangly guitars. Right. Yeah, come on. What do you got, little eensy-weensy balls and you're afraid to admit it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Seven. Okay, this is uh, Demo 2023 by Malicious Destruction of Property out of Grand Rapids. I don't know what this is going to sound like, and I don't know exactly what's going on in Grand Rapids in, in terms of bands coming out of there. I think 
Bitter Truth is out of Grand Rapids, and there's a couple other bands out of there. We played with Bitter Truth at the Krishna Den, I know, in South Bend. Um, but the scene there looks really cool. There's a guy I know there named Luke who is doing uh, shows there under the name Free Space. And uh, Full Stride from Indiana just played a gig up there and posted footage of it. And it looks fucking awesome. Like Grand Rapids looks like I was talking at the beginning of this show about like smaller scenes that are doing really well right now. Mm -hmm. Grand Rapids looks to be like right up on the top of that list. The shows that I see, there's hundreds of kids at every fucking show. Kids going off, having a really good time. It looks really sick. Uh, so I'm interested to, to hear a band, out, like a new band out of Grand Rapids. Although it looks like this band's demo actually came out in 2021. They had a demo in 2021. They have what appears to be like an EP in 2022 and then this demo. So we'll, we'll consider, and this looks like the earlier stuff like visually looks bad, whereas this looks like a solid demo layout, like cassette layout. Like yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying it looks like a proper layout. It's proper demo art, right? Yeah. So we'll consider this a soft relaunch, right? <laughs> let's, let's okay. get, if they, if their first demo is in 2021 and this is a demo in 2023, I'm going to assume this is a soft relaunch of the band. Okay. So, uh, we're obviously going to skip the intro cause it's a minute 56, which is a long fucking yeah, intro. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, there's a self-titled track as well, which is the last song, but that's almost four, four minutes. minutes. So I don't know about that either. I have to assume there's an outro ta tagged on the end of there. We're going to listen to the second track. We're going to hear Ball Your Fist by MDOP uh, off their demo. So we just heard Ball Your Fist by MDOP off their demo 2023. So this this confirms my theory that I think this is kind of a soft relaunch of the band. The first thing that they put out is Ball Your Fist in 2021, in August of 2021. And it oh, was yeah. just a single track. The Ball Your Fist demo. Yes, but it's li it literally was a demo of one song. And mm -hmm. then Boomer Punk's Fuck Off in March 2022 was also just a single song. Okay. So this seems to be their first proper demo, which features a song that they wrote at least two years ago. Sure. Uh, this was all right. It was fine. You know what I mean? It wasn't great, but... 
if this is a band local to you, particularly if it's younger people or if you're a younger person going to your first show, this is a fine introduction to like a local hardcore scene. Yeah. It's not something that is like, I, I say this with no malicious intent or uh, dickery about me. It's not something that needs a national platform quite yet. It's not on that level where like people are going to hear this on a national level and go, oh, this is fucking crazy. This is sick. Let me pick up this seven inch. It's a local band's demo that is pretty okay. It's a Creole. Sure. Not quite sure what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Sure. You know? Yeah, exactly. Sounds like a local fucking basement band. Exactly. Looking to play something heavy yeah. and fast and mean. Yeah. This is what they land on. Sure. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's just fine. I don't have anything mean to say about this. I don't have anything glowing to say about this. Gets the job done for what it is. I'm sure for some young people that see this band early on in their show going career, they'll probably have very fond memories of it. And that's the place this band will play in the ter in terms of its, uh, if it's a historical position in uh, hardcore. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's about, that's about all there is to it. There's plenty of bands like this that are local level gateway, you know, entry point bands for young kids. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I, I think that I would feel a lot different about this with a, different sound like a different production i don't know if i would feel a lot different about it i, I might think, feel mildly I, I think different if this were filthy yeah sure you sure, know what yeah. i mean because it covers you know filth filth covers up uh, a lot of other shit that is very true you know what i mean that's very you true. can get away with more with filth that's true for sure it was a so, little bit modern and clean in its production choices yeah. sure and that yeah. and that adds a particular element to this that is like not exactly in my lane right but yeah i thought it was fine it was solid as a demo gets the job done and as you pointed out it is kind of all over the place it's like it's very hard to throw this in a in a subcategory of hardcore or heavy music it's fast it's heavy it's kind of modern it's clearly pulling from some older stuff as well right it's just in this weird gray area this am amorphous zone that a lot of just local level hardcore sits you know right but it was fine all things considered not bad not certainly not offensive if this were a band local to me I'd happily put them on shows. Um, let's roll the dice. See what's up next. All right. Three. Okay. Three is bowel erosion with death is the orgasm of life. Wonder what this sounds like. Wonder what this sounds like. I really just, I can't, I couldn't even guess. So we are supposed to listen to the second song of this. So we're going to hear found in pieces by bowel erosion off of death is the orgasm of life.
All right, we just heard Found in Pieces by Bowel Erosion off of Death is the Orgasm of Life. Have any feelings about that? Uh, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot happening there. There's nothing happening I don't, so, so it says, it says you know, uh, where does it say down here? Fucking Six, eight tracks of slowed, slowed rancid gore. Okay, I don't mind slow, fucking sludgy, fucking gore shit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I don't, you know, like yeah. I thought the fucking one thing for sure that was a bonus is those are all real instruments being played. Sure, I always right? enjoy that. Yeah, I thought that the down tuned and everything guitars and the bass sounded pretty crushing and good. I felt like they should have done more with them. Yes, I agree. Right. Yes. Um, with this track, and maybe they do on other ones. Yeah. Vocals, no, no, stop doing that. Yeah, um, I, yeah, like that. That that for me in far too many gore bands, that is the pivot point. Sure, right. I didn't think that these were egregious though. Uh, they weren't like full toilet vocals. No, no, they weren't. But they were uninteresting. Yeah, true. They were uninteresting, uh, and yeah. it didn't. You know, like largely everything that we just heard was uninteresting. Yeah. No riff there, really. Sure. Just a chuggy, sludgy part. Yeah. Uh, stompy part. Not really interesting. Yeah. The only thing that sounded good to me was really just like how heavy the yeah. guitars were. The tones were good, right? The the tones uh, evoked something like coffins for me, where like it, they're doing a really slow, sludgy, heavy, down-tuned thing. But the juxtaposition between the slow bit and the fast part like there was nothing really compelling there. It, it didn't even really feel dynamic. Like the fast part felt very phoned in mm -hmm. and there wasn't a lot done with the heavy part. Like there was just in general, there were not a lot of dynamics at play here. Right. Uh, and for me that made this fall pretty flat. Like it just, I like stuff like this in general here and there. Uh, I either want it to be way more ripping than this, or if you're going to do like a slow thing, I would like it to be more crushing or more rhythmically interesting. This was just, yeah, it seems like a, it, I mean, to be frank, this just felt like real low effort. It, this, this honestly, it felt like an intro. Yeah. Before exactly. something really took off. Exactly. But it was the whole song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Maybe the next song, it just does take off. I don't fucking know. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of like stuff that you would hear on early relapse records. Like, sure. On the one, on, on the one Patreon episode where we, the last stack episode, I think it pulled out ex Exit 13. Sure, yeah. And we listened to the first track off of Ethos Music. And right. that just, that guitar tone on that, similar to this, but it absolutely fucking flattens you. Right. Right? Yeah. I don't know, man. I felt like he could do more. Make this interesting. Yeah. Ditch the fucking monotone gurgle vocals. Yeah. Um, and uh, just, yo, like, the best gore grind vocals. What are the best gore grind vocals? The best gore, uh, I mean, the carcass. Yes. The carcass right. record. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Walker. For sure. Yeah. Right. Jeff Walker and Bill Steer. Yeah, I would agree. 100% the best. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. With without without exception. Yeah, just do that. Just do that. For sure. I would just agree. do that. I would agree. Write a fucking riff. Yeah. Right? Yes. And uh call it a day. Yeah, you got a winning formula there. <laughs> right. For sure. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to right. tweak. There's not no tweaks right. you don't required. Need, you, you don't need to speed that track up. Right, yeah. Give me better vocals. Give me a riff. Yes, for sure. Right? Yeah. And and done yeah i would agree 100 percent. yeah this like i said this felt like either low effort or like people giving this a try for the first time yeah um and it just did it didn't quite hit for me it, again it wasn't offensive but uh did not move me in any way shout out on the fucking you know 
shout out on the fucking artwork dude it's i was just looking this looking at this and just thinking about how funny it is that i'm just looking at this a man's exploded face feeling nothing dude right. <laughs> nothing at all and just going oh yeah the cool yeah, yeah but if you were there oh sure if i were there like we were watching that well dude you were your mouth is agape when we were watching that cow abscess get that's a lot different than this dude before I, i've seen plenty of blown off faces a cow abscess of that of that magnitude i'd never seen in my entire life yeah a blown off face i've I will. I'll admit to you. I've seen hundreds of blown off yes. faces in my life. Yeah. Cow abscess is not not. That was my first exposure. The, the, but this is worse than the cow abscess. It is. But I just my brain already has built yeah. up walls. Right. Around I, I know. What, I know what the meat inside a face looks like. I do. Yeah. It's weird where the eyes end up. Right. It is weird where the eyes end up, isn't it? Right. But shout out to it. You know, because it's a longstanding tradition. Sure. Yeah. 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 Right. For sure. And and if yo nothing's going to keep the interlopers out quicker than just putting a, ma a faceless man on the cover. Exactly. Yeah. That's why you fucking do it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so right. just separate the wheat from all, the chaff. All your fucking merch. Yep. All your artwork. Yes. Is so goddamn ghastly to look at. Right. Yep. Right. No one is even interested to ask. There's no, no five finger death punch fan poking around saying, Oh, maybe this could be for me. There's no confusion about who this is for. I think I brought this up before. I don't know if I've brought it up on the show. Do you think anyone's ever recognized a loved one or relative on the cover of a carcass record? Do you think anybody's looked at me like, oh, my God, that's my uncle? Maybe. Maybe. It's not impossible. You know? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's not impossible. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or ju not just on a carcass record, but speaking broadly. Right. Just like with the number of just like gore grind, death metal stuff that uses real crime scene photos shit yeah like i know that. that's what i mean certainly at some point somebody has seen yeah. something and been like holy fuck that's cousin rick right after he blew his brains after all he over. blew his brains out yeah, yeah, yeah. and now there's a gore crime band making a mockery uh, of his death <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it has to have happened at least once for yeah. sure yeah yeah something to consider i guess right. <laughs> ain't gonna change how i feel about there's this my all. there's my nana's pickled bits on the cover <laughs> that cover that carcass record I, you know, I think nana's pickled bits is the episode title <laughs> um okay so we do have a bunch of messages you also got to drive me home because lo and behold i have car trouble again and have to replace a battery of a car that i bought two months ago <laughs> it was longer than two months wasn't it uh well yeah i guess it's been three months now yeah. i bought it in march you're pretty happy when you got it yeah well things change quickly literally falling apart just like me life comes at you i fast. was pretty happy when i got mine yes <laughs> life comes at you fast dude yeah. um so i gotta go get a car battery for that and you gotta take me home do you want to listen to one more or do you want to go to the voicemails we got a lot of voicemails let's do one more because we, we've, we've only done we've done five let's get one more. yeah i would agree let's, let's get, get one, one more. more okay uh five Okay, five is disrobe with the uh, Future of Ashes demo. Now, Catfish Jones said that this was recorded on an iPhone over two sessions, so there's not a lot of continuity between uh, the recording quality on each song, which yeah. is okay. It says no riffs, no recording continuity, no perfect takes, just one man raw punk. Okay, well, let's see how you did with it, Catfish. We liked your other band well enough. We weren't blown away by it, but we thought it was fine. Um, he said to listen to any song, doesn't matter, so we'll just listen to the first one. We're going to hear Forced to Die by Disrobe off of Future of Ashes demo. Oh, 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 oh,
that was forced to die by disrobe off of his Future of Ashes demo. I wouldn't say that there were no riffs there. I thought that there were some actually pretty catchy riffs. I in think there. that in in the truest sense of the word, yeah, this is a dem- demonstration of concept. Yeah, I think polish it up a little bit. Yeah, pick it up a little bit. Find a couple of the people to be say, in the band. Put together a band around this. Put together a band around this. You get a pretty winning combination. I would agree. Also, maybe have somebody else do the vocals. Yeah. The vocals were not hitting right. for me. Just, like I said, 20% faster. Yeah, sure. 20% faster. Make it sound like a disrupt record. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because there were, there were riffs in here that I think were just straight up good riffs. Yeah. Like, no modifier, no qualifications needed. Straight up good riffs. Thought the solo was good. Uh, the, the riff that you were playing the solo over, really, really good. Yeah, pick this up a little bit. Find some other people to fill this out. Yep. Have shop somebody this, else do vocals. Shop it around. Say, hey, you want to do this? Yeah, yeah. Let's exactly. do this. For sure. I would agree. If you make this a real band, make it a slightly more ripping, I'm into it. Yeah. I thought the riffs themselves were actually quite good. Um, so on that, let's listen to some Let's listen to some voicemails. We got uh, people were talkative this week, man. Sometimes we got nobody nobody calling in. This, this week, week, everybody's got got things to say to us so let's let's find out what they got to say hey it's will of course we've got to weigh in on the commentary about cozy vibes flip-flops guy because i see so many of those guys i'm of two minds half of me looks at this as at this point in humanity's trajectory who gives a fuck it doesn't affect me we're all on our way out we're all consumers with our own flavor preferences it's a hell realm do what you want but my immediate reaction to that type is hostility and contempt I don't act on it, and I fully realize it's my warped brain. I have an oppositional view towards the world. And to be clear, like you mentioned about twink energy, I don't have a negative reaction towards, like, femme-presenting boys or guys or trans people because you can argue this, but there is an inherent intensity and an oppositional approach to be who they are in this world, and I'm pulling for them. I also want to ride with the faux tough guy, truck nut, MMA dads, the jocks, cops, that whole lane. There's just something about what I can only describe as soft pop culture Lion King target t-shirt guys. It's just like an emanation of apathy or complacency or acceptance. And don't get it twisted. You've met me. I'm not a tough guy. And even though I work out, I've been eating better. I'm still my own type of soft boy. I work from home at a computer and sweats with a cat in my lap. So I'm not lasting long in the battle royale, but I'm trying to keep up the intensity for whatever that's worth. But I can tell you this much. I may be regressive and deranged, but I'm not going to be the one to catch a straight bullet in these Chicago streets rocking a fucking Minions t-shirt and sandals. Fuck that. Hakuna Matata. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I think that's the, I think that's the exact, you know, Will takes a middle, a middle, a reasonable middle course on most things, I find. I had lunch with Will a few weeks ago. Really liked this dude a whole lot. He came out to, uh, came out to the show, the Colossal Man, my my band, Colossal Man's show. Love that man. Love that, that man. Colossal Man. <laughs> um, he came out to our show in Chicago on Sunday, and we kicked it for a little bit. Fucking love this dude. Uh, happy to have made a real life actual friend from the podcast. Yeah. Well, um, I shot the shit. Pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a reasonable take on this. I also recognize that it's merely my own warped brain perception that makes me hostile to the type of person who would wear a cozy vibe shirt. But I think part of it, too, is animal instinct. It's part of, like, my desire to call the herd and yeah. be like, oh, we can't have this guy around. Yeah. He's going to, when the shit hits the fan, this guy's going to, he's going to attract predators. He's going to get left behind. He's going to make us more vulnerable simply by having him here. We got to What if that's what he's trying to do is lure you in, though? He's trying to lure and me in. And then once you're within striking distance. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that could be right. it. So that like, could be the if, case. It's fucking Fallout, right? Yeah, Fallout yeah, yeah. New Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see a dude with flip-flops, 
fucking wearing a cozy vibes t-shirt yeah i'm, I'm robbing him for that's sure. bait yeah that is bait you're right yeah, yeah, yeah for sure yeah. right yeah he's, he's gonna get you he's been left out there by kaisar and the legion will descend upon me and he's take me captive and put me in slavery yeah. and servitude yeah. yeah for sure but yeah i think that's i think i'm 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 with will on all of that i i recognize my own faults and feeling that way but yeah that's why i care i characterized it as toxic masculinity i know what it is yeah I see a guy in a, hoot, in a, Dude, a Lion King so, shirt. I'm just not with it. So fucking yesterday. Yeah. Driving driving down the street over here, right? One yeah. of the main drags, right? And uh, Tiff and I are going going to the store. We look, and it's a beautiful fucking, like, cool day. It's a dude it was like 65 degrees here is the high. It's perfect. You should yeah. never be any warmer than that, right? So I disagree, it was, but it, it was, was so nice. It was very nice. Yeah. Yesterday was gorgeous, too, right? Yeah. Anyway, there's like a young, like... Young, what I would call like social media fit couple. Sure, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. Like they're definitely they're definitely trying to pull a vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In how they look. Yeah. Walk- Ath- athleisure stuff on. No, 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 no. Like okay. they just got done working out, right? Okay, sure, like, sure. hey, we do CrossFit in the streets. Uh, okay, sure. That that kind of vibe. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? And like she had some shades on. She had her fucking hair pulled back. She's wearing like you know, you know, like 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 gray fucking like shorts and like a gray half you know like sports bra sort of thing sure she looks fit as fuck right, right? yeah dude she's walking with fit as fuck as well ripped he's wearing gray shorts he's wearing some fucking like you know some fucking sh- you know workout shoes sure they're walking down the street he's got a fucking beard of course he's right. got the fucking you know the real tight fade sure you know he's got the, this pseudo hitler hair sure that uh you know a lot of the guys like especially in this area of the, of the united states sure and the only thing was shirtless. He's walking down the street fucking shirtless. It's 60 fucking degrees out, right? Now, I ain't going to say that he's yeah. not ripped. He was fucking ripped, sure. right? Yeah. He looked like, um, he, he kind of looked like a less obviously roided out version of the fucking uh, liver king. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Not, not quite as caveman. Right. Not quite as obviously jacked on steroids, but he was yeah. fucking ripped. And he's got tattoos, and he's like walking down the street with this fucking chick. Yeah. Right? Full display, like what are you fucking doing? Yeah, yeah, it's 60 anyway. Degrees. We go driving by. Tiff and I both see him at the same time. Yeah, right. We're looking at him. He makes eye contact with us, uh-huh. and her and I independently just burst out laughing <laughs> at the exact same time. I was like, "You fucking clown! Yeah, you fucking clown! What are you doing? Right? I hate seeing dudes of any stripe walking around without a shirt on. If it's if it is." If you are on a run and it is a hot day, by all means. Not even then. Not even then. Fucking wear a shirt. I don't care if somebody's wearing a shirt when they're running on a, a hot f- day. Wear a fucking shirt. Why? <laughs> wear <laughs> a off- fucking shirt. What offends you about it? It doesn't offend me. It's just, I mean, how, how to put this? The audacity. <laughs> right? But if you're running on like, a hot I'm not day. A, I'm not offended by his nipples. Sure. I'm not offended by... Whatever amount of peck or tit that that person might have. Sure. The only time that I'm okay with seeing a dude without a shirt on, mm. if it's like some fucking pot-bellied 65-year-old dude mowing the lawn. <laughs> right? Because then yeah. it's like, then it's like, you know, I don't give a fuck. My very appearance, I get it, is yeah. horrible. Uh-huh. It is counter to what you want to see. Sure. But I'm giving it to you anyway. Right. But every dude that you see just chilling, walking around, whether they're running or fucking walking around, whether it's like some scrawny dude that's only showing muscles because he weighs 110 fucking pounds. Sure. Right? 
or whether it's like, you know, the liver king walking down the street. Yeah. That's what they want you to think. I would agree. If you're just walking around, sure. But if you're like actively exercising on a hot day outside, by all means, take your shirt off. Puts I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't bug me. I don't care. But otherwise, yeah, I would agree with you. If I just see somebody walking around Dude, without a shirt I, on, I'm I, always like, nah, fuck you. I hate seeing poor trashy people walking around without a fucking shirt on. Yeah, for sure. It's one of my least it's, favorite things. It's, it's such a fucking, like, like number one, your broke ass is walking. Sure, sure. Right. My broke ass is about to be walking if I don't get a new battery in this right. car. But like, it's such a fucking. It's it's such a fucking. You mind as you're a walking cigarette butt. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably an accurate assessment of most people doing that. Right. Okay. Let's uh, let's listen to our next message. Hey, um, just a quick one. I'm having a real pump in terms of writing. Um, obviously, I know the process is individualistic. Everyone has their own way of, you know, doing it. Asking what what has helped you in the past or currently. Get over a slump of being too, I guess, derivative of your own stuff. Trying to branch out. I know listening to other stuff is obviously helpful helpful to some people, but just asking your opinion. There you go. That's for you because I don't fucking. I'm a talentless hack that doesn't write any music. Yeah, I mean, so I'm a, I'm a bad guy to ask this to as well because I write in bursts that don't seem to come from any. They, I'll say this. I see how other people sometimes feel like uh, their music or their art or whatever is divinely inspired if they have a similar experience with uh, creating as as I do because. Typically speaking, I don't sit down with the intention to craft a thing. I am hit with the urge to do a thing, and then I vomit it all out in one big go, and then I am done creating things of that nature for maybe six months at a stretch. Uh, I'll write a whole record in a day, and then I won't write another riff for months and months. Like, that's just how it is. That's not to say I can't sit down and force myself to do stuff and sometimes good shit comes out, especially when it's in the process of collaboration. I would suggest doing that if you have a close collaborator, sometimes just fucking around, playing some riffs, bouncing ideas back and forth off of each other. Having somebody else also validate your riff. Sometimes I play a riff by myself and I'm like, ah, oh, that sucks, that's fucking gay. And then I play it for someone else and they're like, ooh, that's a good riff. Let's they don't, they, they don't want to hurt your feelings. Uh, Perhaps that's the case. I don't think that is true. Uh, additionally, like having hearing stuff in a full band setting is helpful. Like mm -hmm. sometimes having a riff that I don't know if it's going to work, I just need to play it with everybody else in my band. And then I immediately know, yes, this is good or no, this isn't hidden. Um, even just playing like through an amp is helpful for me. Like I'll play a riff just raw, like unplugged on a guitar. And I'm like, I, I don't know about this even just hearing some distortion on it. Sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, no, this is working a lot better than I thought it would. Uh, so there are a lot of different things that I do to kind of like get myself in a better space. For me, the worst thing to do is just be in my room with an unplugged guitar, plucking away at a riff. I very rarely can tell whether or not what I'm doing is working in that setting. As you mentioned, listening to other stuff is really helpful for me too. Like just expanding my horizons, like, branching out revisiting old favorites of mine that were kind of perennial uh, perennial favorites that i returned to over and over again the stuff that initially inspired me to write music in the first place um that is helpful for t for me as well 
I don't know what's going to get you over your slump per se. I think also doing the thing, just like sitting down and doing it, even when it doesn't necessarily feel good is helpful. Uh, sometimes I'll pluck away at riffs for two hours and get nothing out of it. But I also feel like uh, sometimes it's like draining, draining assist or something. Like I just got to get the nasty shit out of there. I got to get all the bad riffs out. And then somewhere in the back, there's a good riff that's just being clogged up because the works are all gummed up by shitty riffs. Um, so I don't know if any of that is helpful whatsoever. Probably not. I have a very atypical way uh, of, of like interfacing with the act of, of creation. The the Colossal Man demo, for example, I sat down and I wrote it all in a night and then I haven't, I wrote another song for it like a month ago. You know what I mean? And I wrote the, that first batch of songs in November and I didn't write anything else again until well into the new year. So, uh, I'm not the, I'm not, I'm not the best guy to ask, but maybe some of that advice will, will help you out. There you go. All right. What's next? Dear Gray and Nate. Hi, it's Morrison. Hope all is well with you guys. I just got done listening to the intro of your most recent episode, and it has occurred to me that recently I have seen a rash of clearly unhinged adults out in public, and those clearly unhinged adults, to a man and woman, and anything in between, are all wearing Disney shirts. So I think that it's clear that if a grown-ass human is wearing a Disney shirt, and I mean grown-ass human as in, like, over the age of, say, 25, and you're not physically on a Disney property, like in Disneyland, and you're out in public wearing a Disney shirt, then uh, folks around them should proceed with caution. Anyway, hope you're all having a great week. Thanks. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. I, I usually, I don't know how, how much I've... How, how much of that experience I can mirror, but I do typically find that Disney adults give me, like, bad vibes in a more holistic sense. Yo, it's the same vibe that you would get in the 90s Yeah, when you'd see somebody wearing a Tweety Bird or a fucking Taz shirt or some shit like that in, like, 99. Yeah. Right? It's the same fucking vibe. Yeah, for sure. You'd see some, like, you know, you'd see a grown-ass woman wearing a fucking Tweety Bird shirt. Yeah. No. This is a different kind of person, I think. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I get... I get. It's the same vibe, though. They make me uncomfortable, for sure. Yeah. Adult Disney, we've said it before. No. No. What, are you crazy? Yeah, get out of here, dude. No There's fucking aliens coming. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right? Pre prepare yourself. Right? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> wow, look at all those wonderful Disney products. Yeah. They just keep shooting shit at the wall to see if anything sticks, and you lick it all up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yo, so the next one we have is from Stuart. I feel like we should listen to his actual audio recording before we listen to his message because his message is kind of an apology for the audio clip that he sent us. Okay. So let's listen to his audio clip, uh, which he sent in text message format because that way he knew exactly how long it was. Yo, hey, that's a thing you guys can do too. If you don't know how to make your message a minute and a half or under, you can just send us an audio clip via your, your text messages and it will literally tell you how long your message is as you're recording it. So if you don't, if you're not comfortable using just the, the the timer on your phone call to figure out how long your fucking call is just let, send us an audio clip let's listen to Stewart's. happy birthday I love you what's up guys it's Stuart 
Thanks for playing cool stuff. Even though Dre always fucks it up by being retarded. Uh, I'm trying to be under a minute and a half here. So I was just in the nature area listening to the plugs blue sofa because love of my life is moving away and I'm on some sad boy shit. Anyway, my nine-pound chihuahua puppy sees a, a coyote approach and just bolts up to play. I'm saying, hey, hey, fucker. You piece of shit, get the fuck out of here, you know? And it, it's getting, it's getting scared. It, it, it's trying to leave and stuff, but like, it's still staying close and it was watching us and, so, so I changed the music to despise you and like started running at it and stuff and it still didn't really run away, but it was more scared. You know, they're skittish and, and so then, uh, whatever. So like maybe no matter what I say, this chick's leaving. And uh, maybe love isn't real. But you know what is real? Fighting fucking coyotes. So, shout out to Catfish Jones uh, for turning me on to the podcast and being my best friend. And now we're neighbors. And uh, also, fuck Sutton. Applebee's, come back. I miss you. Uh, love you guys too. Thanks. Okay, so that was Stuart's voice like message that he okay. sent us. He left us a voicemail kind of contextual, a, a very brief voicemail contextualizing that one further. So let's listen to that one now, back to back. Hey, what up? This is Stuart, longtime listener, occasional submitter. I got shit house drunk the other night and sent over a voice recording because I wasn't sure I could be concise enough for a minute 30. I don't know if it's too late to make the same show, uh, but it just goes to show you, kids, don't drink. It'll only make you retarded. So there you go. I think that's all the context we need for Stuart's uh, voice message. Yeah. I'm glad that you got the coyote away from your little chihuahua Dude, I puppy. think a nine-pound chihuahua is a pretty fat chihuahua. You think? I looked up nine-pound chihuahua yeah. just to see because he's like, nine-pound chihuahua, goddamn. Yeah. Uh, according to the internet, yeah. right? Standard chihuahuas shouldn't be over six pounds in weight. Oh shit, that's a chunky chihuahua then. Yeah. Well, maybe that maybe Stewart's drunkenness contributed to the like a mischaracterization of his chihuahua's yeah. weight. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry that the love of your life is moving away, Stewart. I hope that you figure it out. I hope you guys make it work, or you find a new love to fill that hole in your heart. And I hope that no coyotes accost your chihuahua puppy. And also, if your chihuahua puppy is nine pounds, maybe take it to the doctor because Google is saying that's no good. Yeah, it's it's very fat. Very fat. <laughs> Morbidly obese. Close to death. Uh, all right. Let's listen to this one from Tyler Hammer. Hey, it's Tyler Hammer. So I had a question. Uh, you had that talked about bands having facial hair, specifically mustaches. And I agree that, like, more than two or three people, it's like, sorry, come on now. But uh, I noticed my band, Lucas, realized we played a brain tourniquet, and I noticed we were all wearing hats. So I was like, right before I was, we were going to play, I was like, well, i got to take my hat off. Four people wearing hats, I think that's a little too much. And I just now watched a video of uh, Shitstorm, and I noticed that they were all, like, bald or shaved, and two of them had goatee, like, three of them had goatees. And I was like, damn, this is kind of weird. What is your thoughts on that, Gray, uh, four bald guys, is that too much? Should one of them wear a hat? Should one of them get like a fucking hairpiece or something like that? Can four guys wear hats? You know? Thanks. 
I think in general, like four guys just can't be doing the same thing in a band, like visually. I think intentionally. Intentionally. Like, okay, so four bald guys? Right. Are they all just bald? Yeah. Even then, it's a weird look, though. I think even then, one of those guys has got to wear a hat or a bandana or something. <laughs> bandana? <laughs> what, like a cancer patient? Yeah, like a cancer patient. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> something, dude. You got to cover the head. Like a fucking, <laughs> yeah. like a fucking like fortune a, teller. A babushka. <laughs> yeah, like an old babushka. Yeah. Yeah, something. A scarf. <laughs> um, what if it's like oi? If it's oi, that's fine, of course. You can do shaved heads all around. Right. And that's like a, you're, that's a whole vibe. That's a whole aesthetic. You know what I mean? But I think like if you're just naturally there, right? Yeah, if you're natural. I still think one guy needs to wear a hat. Like what if, what if it's four fat guys? Four fat guys is, then you're just in crowbar. Yeah, but. That looks fine. Nothing you can do about it. Yeah, for sure. But you're not doing the same look, per se. You're just all fat. Yeah. Four bald guys is like, okay, one of you wear a hat. One of you, <laughs> I still say bandana, something. Or two different types of hats on two different yeah. guys. I think four bald guys, if it's not like intentional, if you're not all shaved head, like skinhead guys, mm -hmm. that's a rough look too. What about four Chinese guys? <laughs> Being Chinese isn't a look, as yeah. long as they're different looking Chinese guys. That's what I'm saying. They can't, they're Chinese. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They're that's, bald. Yeah. <laughs> and they're bald? No. Well, <laughs> you know, four bald guys. Four right? bald Chinese guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like four bald guys, right? Uh -huh. Four bald guys. Sorry, we all got male pattern baldness. That's how it is. I would agree, but I'm saying like, that's like, that's an aesthetic. Not, I'm not saying that I guess four Chinese guys is not really an aesthetic thing. It is for us because we're white. But if you see four white guys in a band, you don't think anything of it because we are also white. So I'm just saying being f four Chinese guys in a band, not an aesthetic, right? right. Four ball guys in a band is like, it's a it's visually striking in a way that feels off-putting. Alopecia, they all have alopecia. I, that's fine, but I'm still saying one of them has to wear a hat. Two of them, I think, in fact, if you got four ball guys in a band, two guys got to wear hats, and they have to be different types of hats. Okay. That would be my... Different types of hats. Different types of hats. You can't just both... Two so baseball what, hats and two ball guys. What kind of hats can you get away with? Because you can't get away with, yo, you're not getting away with a trilby. No, of course not. Right? You can do you can do a little beanie. You can do like a baseball cap. Uh, depending on the type of band, you could do like a bucket. Uh, there are various types of hats that could work. Okay, there's that you named three. That's various types. Yeah, there's not that many hats. That there you aren't can, that many. Hats. There's not that many there hats. Are, that, are, that was my point. Is there yeah, aren't many hats that are permissible. There's not that many hats that are permissible. Beret, but you could a beret sometimes if you're in culo. Yeah, you could wear a beret if you're in. Uh, yeah, if if you're if in you're a, in tarantula, if, if you're in a hard band. Yeah, yeah. You, if you're in a hard band, you could wear a beret. Right. I don't know about that. I mm. think if you're in like a hardcore punk, dude. Band. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Right. I'm telling you right now. Uh -huh. You go see a fucking like hard, fucking stompy skinhead band. Oh sure, like a skinhead band. Sure. Yeah. Dude's yeah, yeah, wearing yeah. a fucking beret. yeah. That's sick for sure. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I'm into that. So there's there's a handful of different hat options to okay. you. But I would say if you're four bald guys, two bald, two different hats. Okay. And also four guys wearing hats, also rough. Tyler, I think you were right there. But if they're four different types of hats, or maybe two types of hats and then two different types of hats, that could be permissible. Chinese, okay. Bald, no way. <laughs> and again, just to point out, being Chinese is not an aesthetic. So it's fine for... Yeah, but it, it, my point stands that, like, you didn't choose to be bald. 
I agree, but I still think it's two different things. I think being bald is not equal to being Chinese. You don't have a choice in it. I know you don't have a choice in it, but I still think for the sake of this discussion, there we're getting our wires crossed. I just think it's two different. It's apples and oranges, right? Okay. But, but you are right that you can no more choose to be bald than you can be, choose to be Chinese. Yeah. Right? Okay. Genetically bald. Genetically, right. <laughs> yes. For sure. Right. Okay. All right. What's what's our next message? Gentlemen, it's your boy, the autist, formerly known as Alfie, the cult of Kyle himself, calling about uh, the Cro-Mags discussion the other day. I pretty much agree with Gray. Everything post stays a quarrel. Pretty much it sounds like a shitty thrash band at a shitty bar. Believe me, I've seen plenty. Although I will say, the Harley Flanagan record that was called Cro-Mags before he got the name, fucking rips. Troll tracks, 24 minutes, it's fast, it's piss, it's heavy. Not saying it's the best record of all time, but pretty, pretty good. That's all. Later. Yeah, that record is pretty good. Harley still kind of seems like, hero on the record. But it's pretty good. And also the fact that he didn't have rights to use the band name Cro-Mags, so he just named the record Cro-Mags. Pretty sick, for sure. Uh, that record is pretty good. I remember when it came out being like, holy shit, I'm very pleasantly surprised by this. The songs are short. They're ripping. Um, they're really solid. It's a, it is a straight up just a good record. Go. Uh, so I would agree. That probably deserves some revisitation. Maybe I'll put that tomorrow. Put that on tomorrow at the record store and uh, and spend some time with it. Because when I heard it, I remember feeling like, oh, man, this is the Cro-Mags record that I kind of wish we had gotten after Age of Coral as opposed to Best Wishes and Alpha Omega. All right, next message. Hey, what's up, boys? I'm listening to the most recent Stack episode on the Patreon, which all listening should subscribe to. Um, and y'all were talking about Ringworm and not really checking out some of the more recent quote-unquote material. And uh, I'm just here to tell you, in my opinion, Hammer of the Witch by Ringworm is the best Ringworm album. I'm not going to say, like, definitively, but for my money, it is the angriest sounding, and it has some really nice, chunky, percussive breakdowns that they always have had, but on that record, they just hit really hard. They're not afraid to get kind of fucking stupid with it, which they're usually so good at their instruments that they tend to not do, but on Hammer of the Witch, they do and the vocals are fucking ripping. So much like I jerked off uh, Surgical Steel by Carcass a year ago, this is me saying that Hammer of the Witch is maybe one of the best comeback records. Okay, love you, boys. Bye. All right. Okay. Check it out. I'll check it out. I'll put that on my list of stuff to listen to tomorrow. I'll tell you what, Ringworm, for a little span here, um, really got it up for some sexy evil ladies on their artwork. There's a lot of sexy evil ladies. Let's look at the Hammer of the Witch artwork. Okay. Yeah, there's a sexy evil lady. Right? Yep. Sexy evil goat lady. Sure. Yeah. Here's uh, the next one, 2019. Mm -hmm. Death becomes my voice. Okay. There's another sexy evil lady. Right. Yeah. Buxom. Yep. What can sure. you say? Well, what can you say? <laughs> Buxom. <laughs> and then Snake Church. Uh -huh. Look at that. Sexy evil lady. They See, really got it out. Like like anime fantasy. Sexy evil lady. Yeah, all this art sucks ass. It really sucks. It ass. sucks. That's dude. my point. Yeah, it sucks. The I music mean, might be good. 
yeah, the visuals really put me off. Knock it off. Yeah, it's no fucking good, dude. You can know more of that. But I will definitely check out that record and uh, and see how I feel about it. Um, okay, let's listen to our uh, our last voicemail. What's up, guys? Um, yeah, so kind of quick question. Um, I've been going to more and more shows lately and uh, seeing some bands. Um, there's this one band in particular that I saw this last weekend, actually. And they're pretty good, but um, I, I just kind of noticed, I was looking at the way that they, they play and, like, you know, the they're, you know, they're playing the music and I was looking at their instruments. And, yeah, I mean, I was just wondering if you guys kind of agreed with that or if uh, you experienced any of the same stuff yourselves. Um, but, yeah, uh, let me know. Appreciate it. Well, well done. Yeah, that is a really, really <laughs> solid shit post of a call. <laughs> really, really like that a whole lot. <laughs> I am looking at their instruments. Yeah, yeah I, I, and the way they play. I have experienced I, that. I have experienced that for sure. I know just what you're talking yeah. about. Last show I was at. Mm. Looked at the instruments a lot. I did. Yeah, I looked at the instruments a whole lot. <laughs> and well done. So, uh, so the first text we have here is another wizard meme. It's a wizard over uh, over his orb, and it says, "A warrior will pro will proclaim, I trust nothing but the strength of my arm and the edge of my sword, and then come forth to ask for an enchantment." <laughs> <laughs> sure, warriors do be doing that for sure. If listen, yeah, if you're good with the sword, uh -huh. think how much better you'd be with a magic sword. That's true. That's true. Right? <laughs> no doubt about that. Um, here we have one. Um, <laughs> we're, we were instructed to use this on our shirt. Uh, this appears to be a man <laughs> engaged in the act of maybe fucking a goat. Yeah. And then uh, an image of the Prophet Muhammad's face is superimposed over the face of the I, man I fucking the goat. I, is that the Charlie Hebdo image? It, it might be the Charlie Hebdo image, yeah. It might It might just be. I ran that by a couple people, our idea, in person, yeah, and yeah. they said, oh, please don't do that, please don't do that. They will fly. <laughs> they will fly over here, dude. You yeah, will, they'll get you. They'll get you, <laughs> which is such a shame because what a good idea but, it was. But see, that's the thing. Yeah. If everybody did it, yeah, they can't, couldn't. You can't, can't get, get us all. all. You can't, get, you us can't all. get us all. Yeah, for sure. If we all just collectively decided, hey, you know what? Because like, yo, <laughs> I've seen, I've seen the relatively old and the young, yeah, the frail and the spry, the fat and the skinny, wearing I don't know, fucking uh, cradle of filth shirt to say Jesus is a cunt sure. on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Just saying. There's too many of us to get. You can't get us all. Can't get us all. Uh, we got to come together on this issue. Um, okay, so here I have one. Uh, new trend to do. This is from Micah, by the way. N a new trend to do. Franking, where two guys cut off their own dicks and then sew their severed dicks to each other. People who participate, <laughs> participate in franking are called Frankensteins. Okay. Yeah, that is a good trend. Right. Let's give it a shot. So are you sewing... I think you're sewing each other. You're you're taking your dick off. Your friend's taking their dick off. I'm wondering. So that's what I'm wondering. Are you so like like if we cut our dicks off? Uh -huh. You sew mine to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sew yours to mine. Yeah, I think that's franking. Right. Uh -huh. Or is it we cut our dicks off and then sew them together? Sew them together and make like a two-headed thing. Yeah. Right? I, th I think it's like I, a little worm. I think it's sewing our dicks to each other. Or mm -hmm. cut our dicks off and then sew the stumps together. Yeah, that's that's a possibility too. Right. So we're belly to belly. Yeah, yeah. There's that. There's that. That doesn't seem so much like a Franken 
Frankenstein. I think I think that seems more like a Frankenstein than anything. It seems scary. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're going to call anything Franking, Uh it's definitely sewing the stumps together. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Last one we have. Um, So, uh, oh, this was just, I think this is just Catfish Jones saying that he hopes that we play both of Stewart's messages. And we did. So there you go. Your wish was granted. Yep. Um, That's all we got for the night. I got to go home. I got to go to bed. I got to get up early in the morning and go to AutoZone and buy a new battery for my fucking car because I can't I can't live one year of my life without having car trouble. Neither can you on some level. Yeah. Um, cars, truly uh, just a an invention that continues to uh, to upset me. Gary Newman was wrong. Gary Newman was wrong, dude. I, in my car, I do not feel safest of all. No. I feel it constantly in danger, in right. fact. Uh, but he was right when he wrote me. Yeah. He was right about that for sure. I wish I were just a robot looking out on the ruins of the world. I think I am. <laughs> I'm definitely a Philistine. No, you're not a Philistine. You just have emotional blocks. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll catch you on the next one.